In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I'm on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to Diet Stars Tomorrow. I'm your host, Aileen, and today for Dear DST, I am joined by the one and only Nicole Pellegrino, our director of TikTok content and strategy, face behind Betcha's Brides. Go follow Betcha's Brides. Even if you aren't a bride, go follow our TikTok. Even if you don't have a TikTok, I don't know how that works, but find a way. Um, <laughs> and go listen to our Betcha's Brides podcast. Welcome back, Nicole. Thank you so much. Sorry, I took a sip of my tea right as you were saying, welcome <laughs> back. So I like choked on the hot tea. So influencer of you. I know. <laughs> big, big tea girl. Nicole's back this week to talk more about TikTok trends we've been seeing. We got a voicemail in specifically about fashion trends we're seeing on TikTok. And so who better to talk about this with than Nikki? <laughs> Yeah, Nikki. So what's been going on, Nicole? Before we get into it, how's life? Life is good. Busy week last week. It was bridal fashion week. Um, so I went to some of those little fun New York events and whatnot. And the introverted extrovert in me, like I'm a big person like that. So literally when I like see people and have to talk a lot to people and go to things after it, I shut down. So it was a Mm -hmm. nice weekend because I purposefully made like no plans because I had a busy day Friday and the week was really busy. So basically any of you introverted extroverts out there, I highly recommend like planning a couple days of like no plans after so you can recharge. So that's what I got to do this weekend. Yeah. What about you? I recharged as well over the weekend. But technically, when this episode comes out, we have already launched something that we've been working on for almost two years. It's been in my brain for three plus years. (laughs) Um, And that is our canned cocktail faux pas. And if you have not tried it, go try it. Check on Drizzly. It is so fucking good. It's so good. So good. We have four different flavors, two tequila-based, two vodka-based. They're delicious. Should I go into the flavors really quickly? Yes. Spicy mango margarita. That's my favorite one. I debate between that one and the grapefruit tequila soda. The grapefruit is creeping its way up on me. It really is. It's so good. Orange and grapefruit. Yeah. Orange mandarin tequila soda is the other one. We have Bartlett pear mule, Mm. vodka mule, And we have a lemon mint vodka soda, all delicious. We made them all. It took us a very long time to make this because Mm -hmm. we wanted to get all of the flavors just right. It's 8% alcohol, ABV, which means 
It's a good time. So, I, I like to say it packs a punch. <laughs> it packs a fun punch. Go pick it up before you go out this weekend and or just get it just to hang out with your friends or whomever inside or while you're on TikTok and or listen to all of your friends on podcasts. <laughs> yes. Because that's what I'll be doing. It's so good. I literally picked up four packs of it from the store yesterday. I'm so excited to, since it's a canned cocktail, I can't wait to pour it over ice with a rim and actually make it like a cocktail. And it works. Like it's not that carbonated and it is like, it's just really good. Everybody just has to try it for themselves. Check on Drizzly if it's carried in a liquor store near you. If it's not, Drizzly will deliver it to you. Not an ad for Drizzly. It's just that that's the way that we kind of did the, um, the thing so people can access it from wherever we know our audience, you guys love to get shit delivered. So go check it out. Faux pot. That's like my overarching non-scale win. That's my big thing that happened this last week. But my other things that's been going on is that, okay, this last week, last two weeks have been stress city, bitch. Like my whole insides have Ugh. been like just str- like pure stress, like with kid, with work, with you do my a lot. brain. It's just been a lot. And this last weekend, I kind of decompressed, but it it didn't really work though. (laughs) Don't you hate that when you feel like you've wasted time that you should have been decompressing, but you've been like, I'll be on my phone for like hours and I'll be like, I could have used that time to Uh just relax. And you just can't get off sometimes. Yeah, no. And the worst (laughs) is when I'm on my computer and I get like screen notification. Oh, your screen. Like I get the notification on my computer that says, oh, your screen time has gone down. And I'm like, oh, great. But then I get it at the same time on my phone. It says your screen time has gone up. I'm like, oh, these bastards. I've been up. My screen time on my computer may have gone down a little bit. Those are toxic. Like literally, I've never received a screen time. I don't know what my screen time is. I'm sure if I did, I would cry. (laughs) But I don't get the notification. I don't know if like I just turned them off from the very beginning, but they're toxic. (laughs) It's toxic. It's a toxic environment. I was was thinking about screens and, you know, this works for our conversation because we're talking about um, TikTok. But like I was working out on my Peloton and I, I was in front of a screen and then I was walking and I had my iPad up on my like little and I'm like going legitimately from screen to screen to screen to screen for my computer when I'm walking, like just to my next activity, I'm on my phone, mm-hmm. to working out. I'm on my Peloton or my iPad. Truly, I feel like I'm in the metaverse. <laughs> it's truly depressing when you become aware of it. I did that this past weekend. Mike was on a bachelor party during my like relaxation, my supposed to be recharging days that I set for myself. I noticed I was the same way. I could never be without the TV or my phone or my computer. Or like even if I was like cleaning or cooking in the background, a podcast on, which like this is um this negates the whole point. But that's of this different. Podcast. That's different. That's no, but, in your ears. But at the same time, like yes. And don't get me wrong, most of the time I was staring at the screen, but I never was by myself in silence, which right. I feel like it's bad. Like we should be able to sit inside. No external once in a while. stimulation. Right, right, right. No media being yeah. consumed. Yeah. Well, as a media company, <laughs> <laughs> literally, I'm like that negates the whole point. Like, listen now, tune in. <laughs> Follow us on TikTok, podcasts, Instagram. No, but mental health is really important, and um, you yeah. can't you can't really enjoy all the media you're consuming without taking breaks at all. 
So I think I'm going to try to focus on like really unplugging for like, but, th- but here's the thing. I fucking love watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, that's, that's, it, that's like for us, TV is like a hobby. <laughs> like, Truly. What are your hobbies? Um, <laughs> three housewives. <laughs> like what else do I do in my free time? A hobby is something you do in your free time. I watch TV mm-hmm. and then I talk about it online. So it, shopping done on the computer i grocery shop on whole Mm -hmm. foods amazon delivery Mm -hmm. i went on a walk in a park this weekend oh well see that's good walking is really good for you like that's a trend on tiktok is that everybody's (laughs) obsessed with walking (laughs) i know i know people love their mini treadmill thing on tiktok it's like a thing anyway Mm -hmm. so speaking of that do you wait do you have an on-scale win for me this week nicole it's funny. I went into Mike's office before this and I was like, what's my non-scale win? I need one. And I explained <laughs> what it was. And he was like, um, eating more fruits and vegetables. And I was like, but I'm not doing that. Mike. <laughs> I'm actually doing that less. Um, no, my, my actual non-scale win ever since the holidays, I know we're like already into Q2. So <laughs> this is sad, but ever since the holidays, I like before the wedding last year, I was on my grind. I was setting my alarm clock for 5.30 a.m. sharp, waking up every morning. And I could go on and on about why I loved doing that. But the whole waking up early thing really worked out for me. Holidays totally screwed up my body and Mm -hmm. threw me out of whack. And then ever since then, I just like waking up in the morning has been so hard, like waking up early, not in general. (laughs) That'd be sad. But um, so... I finally am starting to get back into the routine of waking up early. You're, and I, I was even nervous to tell you this because since you're a mom with a young baby, you're probably like, bitch, sleep while you can. <laughs> but I don't know. I just like, I find that I'm way more productive. I get things done in the morning. I'm not trying to be like that girl energy like we talked about in our last episode, yeah. but I just really like waking up early. So I'm getting back into that and it's finally becoming easier for my body. But yeah, Taylor, who works here, actually told me the best advice for that that I like to preach to people because she wakes up early at like 6 a.m. She was like, just put your feet on the ground. Like when in that moment when it seems so impossible, which it does, we want to snooze and everything, just put your feet on the ground and that makes all the difference. So I've been trying to just get the feet on the (sighs) ground. So what do you like to do in the morning that you um, like to wake up early for? So it sounds like I'm being like so productive and on a productive day, I work out. I'll go to the gym and do like either if I do sign up for like a workout class, even better because I get the best workouts in that way. But that's rare, especially because there's not too much around me. But I'll go to the gym. I'll literally walk on an incline on the treadmill and watch a TV show. Speaking of screens, but I don't know even – just some movement. Like I love doing that. And I, the TV show, it's like, yay, I get to watch a show. And oftentimes it's like a show for work that I'm going to do a video about. So I feel like that's like Mm -hmm. almost working while I am doing that. So even that, and then I'll like treat myself by walking somewhere to get a coffee. I spend half my life on buying coffee, (laughs) Um, literally. But yeah. And then by that time, Sometimes like if I have to film or do something that day, I'm like spending a lot of time in the morning getting ready. I don't journal. I need to get into that. I need to do Why things. do you need to? Because people do say it's really good for you. Because you feel like you should. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I get the whole waking up early thing because you sort of have your, I mean, we had an episode about this, like owning your morning, but like without all of the, you know, the naming that the whole feeling, it's really just, it feels like you can, whether yourself you have time for yourself and it's really hard to, it's hard to describe what that feels like if you don't really care about it. But if you care about that feeling, then it feels really good. Like for me, even if I don't like to wake up and like work out, like I really don't, I honestly just like to wake up, slowly brush my teeth, Mm -hmm. drink, I mean, with a kid, it's different, but drink coffee slowly. Like it just sort of enjoying that quiet headspace. And it almost feels like it's an excuse to not have anybody talk to you. (laughs) Right, right. So it, that's the good feeling. Like it sounds like you're like me. You like just having time. Like I hate being rushed. Like mm-hmm. I don't like feeling like if I'm waking up at eight and then I want to get on and work by nine, it's like I only have an hour to like do whatever I have to do. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I just like having time to brush my teeth and drink coffee. Because the minute that the meetings start, it feels like the time starts, yeah. you know, tick, 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 tock, tick, tock. Exactly. <laughs> Like it starts going. And so you're on this like treadmill mm-hmm. of like moving, work, whatever. Your brain has to just now get into the zone. But before then, you're on your own time in a way. So that's a great win. You're getting your morning back in a way. My win, I told you guys, faux pas launching. You really, that's it's a huge been, win. It's been a while. No, congratulations <laughs> and, <laughs> to like you, to all of us, really. To all of us. Batches, no, I agree. But- to you got you and Aileen and um I mean you and Sammy and Jamie and I, am I okay? Am I okay? <laughs> You're talking to Aileen Nicole. <laughs> Why did I say Aileen? It's been Sarah a while. And Sammy, congrats to you guys because I mean that's truly such I, it's a huge product for the company. It's a huge and you guys product. Have been it working on so it good. for so long. I'm just proud of it because like thank you Nicole, I appreciate it. And honestly, there was so much so much teamwork that went into it. So it's really a congrats to the whole company, but I'm just so proud of it because it's something like I really wanted, like I love it. Mm -hmm. I like to drink it. I know people always fucking say that, but like really just try it for yourself. I won't sell you on it. Try it for yourself. You'll love it. You'll have a great time. Yeah. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. 
This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's read a DST win. Hey, Aileen, been listening since day one. I look forward to this podcast every week, especially the bonus episodes. On to my two small wins. First, denim shorts have always been a pain point for me, especially the high-waisted styles, despite owning a few... Oh, I just remembered my other win. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of jean shorts, I'll I'll get into it later. Despite owning a few pairs, they just don't do it for me and my wider hips. It got me really down because I always blame myself for them not fitting right. I dreaded having to pull them out each year. I realized I was holding onto clothing that made me feel badly about myself just because it was trendy and why the hell was I so attached to them? I got rid of them at the end of last summer and never looked back. So my second win is now that summer is fast approaching and no shorts to wear, I decided to forego the high-waisted ones for much better fitting mid-rise and even bought a size bigger than usual just for the sake of comfort. I always feared sizing up for some reason, as if anyone knows or cares what size clothing I'm wearing. So true. Thanks for all you do. You've helped me come a long way when it comes to body acceptance. Mid-rise betch. That's great. It's so true about the size thing. Oh, the sizing, wearing your actual size thing? Or wearing a size, like, size you you're different sizes in all different clothes and like mm-hmm. for some reason there's that like pang of either discomfort or like some sort of guilt that shame that comes along with like oh right what if i go a size up like it's so fucked up but really it's not your fault like it's that's a good point it's like brands are all size different it's like shoe sizes like nike is always thinner than every other shoe like don't let it i don't it's Brands are the same, like clothing brands. But it doesn't, but when you have to size up in a shoe, there's zero emotional, unless you have a thing about your feet, like there's zero emotional attachment. Yeah. Or not attachment. There's no emotional reaction. Guilt. It's like sort yeah. of, you're just like, okay, I just have to go up a size. Or yeah, my foot is a little bit, you don't think about like whether you accept the size of your feet or not. You're just like, okay, these shoes run big. These shoes run small. Right. I have and flat sh- feet. I don't, it's, there's really no shame mm-hmm. again, if, unless you have things with your feet. And she made a good point. It's like an internal thing. Like who, nobody else is going to care if you had to order a eight instead of a six or whatever. No one like, knows. 
no one knows except for yourself. I like that she's embracing just being more comfortable. Like we're comfortable when we wear clothes that fit us. Yeah. I think part of it is that like you don't fluctuate your feet as much except when you get pregnant. Yeah. But your yeah. body's constantly fluctuating. So there's more you might be changing sizes often and you attach some sort of like moral re- like value to that. Like I am not good because I'm right. So it's hard to do, but that's awesome. Comfort is king, queen. When I read this email, it popped in my head recently. Tink's friend of the pod, Tink's, posted on her story and she was like, I hate jean shorts. I always have or whatever. Mm, I saw that. But she found Good American. Isn't that Chloe's brand? Yeah. Okay. Good American. Like she was like, these are actual jean shorts made for people with hips. So yes, do it yes. you want with that. Okay, so what I was going to say about my win before we go into our DRDST voicemail and we talk about our whole fashion TikTok trend topic is that, so yesterday, so I've been, okay, I, I've had my kid like eight months, almost eight months now. You know, I'm not like, and I'm slowly getting into working out. I'm slowly figuring out how to like understand, like to eat healthier, like trying to lose some weight, but at a very slow pace. And I've been like kind of avoiding buying clothes. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like, oh, I don't really know if I'm, you know, I don't, I'm in this weird transition. I don't totally. really know what the, I have no clothes to wear. So my friend Liza sort of put together this like guide for me and just to just give me an idea what she thinks would look good on me. And I love that because I have style in my mind of like what I like, but I never right. go and buy it. Because I'm like, I don't know if that'll look good on me. I don't want to spend money. It's like it's like such a drag. Right, right. And then you have to fucking return it. <laughs> no, it's, it's a lot. Liza picks out. I know she did the same thing for Sammy, right? Yeah. I was DMing her and I was like, where's number three from in the, yeah. in the story that she posted? Liza's awesome. She picks out great things. And I think like to your point, it kind of is nice to have – a professional in a way, like telling you what will kind of flatter you the most and what they think will really make your figure pop or whatever they do. Because I don't know, then it's like you're getting somebody else's opinion, not just your own. Right. Well, anyway, so wait, so before we get into that, my win was that I bought a fuck ton of stuff. It's not really a win for my bank account because I spent money too much money and it like hurt i don't like to spend so much money and i did and like my <laughs> insides are turning but i am very excited to receive these packages i'm nervous because i don't know how they're gonna fit but at the same time i'm prepared mentally i'm like it's not my fault if like these things don't fit it's the clothes blah blah but i'm excited because it reminds you that like it, you don't need to wait to change your body, whatever. Like it's just get a few pieces for the summer, mm-hmm. spring, summer, and I'm going to be excited to go out more. It really changes your whole vibe. So that's my win. And I bought some stuff from Good American, actually. Ooh. I was inspired by Remy Bader. And I like Good American, again, because they have so much like size diversity on mm-hmm. their web. So you get a vibe of like, oh, how this might look on me. And if you're not like size two. That's amazing, though. Congrats. I'm excited to see the new clothes. And I hear you on the guilt thing, but I'm trying to like my thing lately is trying to like absolve women who work hard of feeling guilty when they treat themselves to buying things because we do that all the time. You deserve it. You're a badass mom and founder of a company and you deserve to treat yourself and buy some expensive clothes. Who the fuck cares? You know, and I I think online it's this whole thing like I feel it in the wedding stuff. Like if you have a nice wedding, God forbid, they'll come for you. 
<laughs> like literally, they're like, why'd you spend money on a wedding? And so I'm like, enough with like shaming people who work hard for spending money. Yes, we're all privileged to so many degrees and a lot of people are and we acknowledge it and recognize it. But at the same time, like, let me right. fucking buy a nice pair of jeans. Okay. Yeah. That makes me feel good and allows me to go out and maybe even work with a different attitude and I might make something even funnier for you. Mm-hmm. This really comes back full circle. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Should we do our Dear ZST? We're going to play a voicemail for you guys, and then we're going to talk about it, as usual. Hey, Aileen. This is Maddie from Atlanta. I'm a longtime lover of the pod since 2017. I still rock my big pasta shirt. So I'm calling in because I have a question from you. I want to hear your thoughts about a trend that has been coming back. And that is low-rise pants. So I'm a millennial like you, and I remember the first time around, this trend was really size-exclusive. The only people you saw sporting this trend positively in the media was, you know, the heroin chic look. So I was just wondering, um, and maybe this would be a good one, good question for Nicole to chime in on because she's the TikTok expert. Um, just what are your thoughts? What are y'all seeing on social media? Do you feel like this time around it's a more inclusive trend? Are you guys seeing body diversity with this trend? Um, or are we just repeating the past and going back on the progress we've made as a society? Um, love the pod. Would love to hear your thoughts. Thank you. First of all, thank you, Maddie, for sending in your voicemail. Again, if you want to call in, it's 212-287-5650. Okay, so low-rise jeans. Have you been seeing it, Nicole? And what are your thoughts? I've been seeing it, and I thought this was interesting because I feel like I've been seeing it since like last summer. I feel like that's when it started really coming back, but – I guess it's one of those tra- – I when it came back last summer or whatever, whenever it did a while ago, I was like, oh, God, okay, hopefully this will be a quick trend. And it seems like it's staying around for a little while. <laughs> I – yeah, I mean, I have thoughts on it. You can go first. Have you seen – Well, the thing is, is that people have been talking about low-rise jeans coming out like over and over right. again. And maybe because I don't hang out with like 23-year-olds, I don't really <laughs> see it – like I don't really see anybody really wearing low-rise jeans. Right. On my body, low-rise jeans are I don't like, like them on mine. mid-rise. <laughs> like for me, I if I buy low-rise jeans, they're mid-rise and they 
land perfectly. <laughs> yep. High-waisted jeans, like true high-waisted jeans go too high on my body because oh, I, okay. they, they, I'm wearing a tube top. <laughs> like that's, I'm picturing them just like touching your nipples. <laughs> don't think about my boobs, Nicole. <laughs> Unprofessional. Um, so I, I'm dead. you know, low-rise jeans. If you think about them from like the '90s, 2000s, like I don't want that to come back. But again, like our bodies. There was this also this really great TikTok about that. How like women's bodies in the media are different. Like Mm -hmm. then it was like, you want your ass to disappear. You have to be like, no, like there's no muscle. It's just being very, very thin. Like kind of like a board was like glorified. Right. And now it's the, the glorification of the thin body is really like this, this super fit, like you have a big butt, like things like that. And so I think that low rise jeans will look different no matter what on those two different types of quote unquote ideals. So we see them differently, but that said, I still do not really see people wearing it in real life. Right. Like nobody that I hang out with, like friends my age, I'm 29, like nobody's wearing sporting low rise pants around. Maybe right. pants, maybe pants, not jeans though, because they I mean for me, they just were never slash will never be the most flattering look on my body. Mm-hmm. But that's t- not to say like – and so that's why when high-waisted jeans came out, I was like, all right, this is it for life. But I mean that's – I think they look great on some people or it doesn't even matter how they look. Like if you like how they look and you like the way they look on you, mm-hmm. then wear whatever. Like it kind of – um I know Ma- one of Maddie's questions was like, do we think this is a size-inclusive trend? And it kind of made me think of like, well, the whole like – we all have a bikini body. All you have to do mm-hmm. is put on a bikini. Like that's where I was like, I think anybody can wear them if they feel comfortable in them and think they look totally. good and like rock it. Do we see the skinnier, you know, washboard abs girls wearing them? I think on TikTok, yes. yes. Like we we definitely see those girlies rocking the low rise pants right. a lot more. Which makes it feel a little bit less not inclusive, but it makes it feel a little bit more exclusive in the sense mm-hmm. that like I'm scared to wear them. That said, though, we pulled together some influencers on Insta that show some diversity in body wearing mm. low rise. And I love this. This gave me like inspo and I'm into it. Like, yeah, that, again, I think high-waisted on me isn't that flattering. Like it makes my butt look fucking like long. Like long. I don't want long ass. <laughs> Not long like ass. it's just it's for me, I don't like love it. So I love, I kind of really like mid-rise jeans yeah. where they land on the hip, like where in line with your belly button, maybe a tiny bit yeah. higher. I like that. Low rise. I remember back in the day in high school thinking like, oh, if, or if I wear low rise, I have to show like some skin, mm-hmm. right? Because that's the only way you can do it. And I just don't want that to be the same. Like, fine, this trend can come back, jeans, but I just don't want that to be the the message that comes along with it, that you have to show skin and it has to skin be like flat or perfect or, right, you know, right. I'm doing all these in quotes. I'm not putting this, I'm not equating flat and perfect, by the way, mm-hmm. but- 
I, that's the only thing that I just don't like or want to see. And I really like what these influencers are doing. Right. And like with this trend, I know I was talking to Danny about it before. Like my thing is it just kind of like spread so quickly. Like all of a sudden we started seeing so many low rise jeans and then it kind of became like, aside from like even how it looks or whatever, it kind of just became like cool in a way. And I think it shows that like trends like that can just pop off so easily on TikTok and become so viral. And then it kind of makes you feel like you have to be wearing this to seem cool. And then it reminded me of the whole like canceling skinny jeans, like how Gen Z was canceling Mm -hmm. skinny jeans for millennials. And (laughs) then it became like a feud between Gen Z and millennials. And that's where I was just like, it shows that like, we just need to keep in mind when scrolling on TikTok, like just because it's big on TikTok doesn't mean that you have to be wearing this thing or else you're not cool or trendy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I think style on TikTok is interesting. Like you can just like make it your own, but also don't feel like you have to be wearing low rise jeans or that you don't have to be wearing skinny jeans, but just because of TikTok. I also find that people who are like, trying to be more unique in their fashion sense on social media Mm -hmm. look like kind of funny in real life. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like you can't, it doesn't translate all the time. And I follow this like account, like lost in history and maybe some other celebs, something where one account that shows celebrity pictures from back in the day, there was this picture of Cameron Diaz and Jude Law And they're like, I guess, walking down the street in a couple. And it's from 1999. So before social media. And they are, Cameron Diaz is wearing an absurd outfit. One to me makes me think she looks, she feels comfortable. This is how she's showing her personal style. But like no one like would would walk out the house just sort of like looking like casual like that anymore. If you Mm -hmm. were thinking of how you would look on social. Do you know what? Does that make any sense? Yes. Yes. It's like the motive is like how I'll look in a photo versus just versus like the more innocent motive, which would just be like expressing your personal style. Expressing your personal style. Exactly. And well, Mm -hmm. yes, she's getting photos by paparazzi. It's it's still different. Like nothing goes viral. It's like a different time of the internet. But I was just thinking about how like people push themselves even I think maybe sometimes past their own personal style right? just so that they can like look splashy mm-hmm. on the internet. God, I sound like a 90-year-old woman. Look, look splashy sp- on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> How do you use this thing? Um, <laughs> look at kids looking splashy. <laughs> Hello, no, I hear kids. you. I hear you. And that's why like when I see people on the internet wearing just like a classic t-shirt and jeans and blazer, but it's like really cute and stylish. I'm like, yes, we can still wear normal pieces. We can still wear normal. Right. And when you put, and it really does affect, I noticed I was trying to be like more anthropological about it. Like I'm, when I'm getting dressed and I am thinking about like, how does this make me feel versus what if somebody takes a picture and how is it going to look in that picture? And those two different things, those are very different responses in my opinion. Right. Right. Unless sometimes they converge and you're like, oh, I think I look great in this because it's going to no, look great in a photo. Oftentimes the things that you think look great in photos are uncomfortable as fuck. Exactly. I'm picturing like a corset, like suffocating you. 
<laughs> You're like, why are, we're taking women back too far now. No, corset tops are in. That's a, I know. That's, a trend. that's what I'm saying. It's taking women back when we oh, ha- were yeah. liberated from our corsets. So you're seeing corsets. Are there anything else? I, I noticed that too, which yeah. also goes with low-rise jeans. Hmm. What else are you seeing? Okay, like not a fashion trend, but the TikTok filters. Mm-hmm. And I know I slacked you this and you were like, wait, they're not new though, which you've got a point. They're not new. <laughs> you've but, got a point. <laughs> but I have been seeing them just more widely used and more of them so much lately. And I just have – this could be a whole episode, but so I'll try to keep it condensed. But I wrote down a couple thoughts. My first thought is the whole draw of TikTok and the whole reason we love the app or loved in the first place is because it's so much more authentic than Instagram mm-hmm. and it's very different than Instagram and people were showing the real sides of themselves just hopping on and creating an unpolished video, unfiltered video. Yes. So now this is bringing us back to Instagram times. And don't even get me started. TikTok's launching stories. So like even more Instagram-like. So these filters that contort that brighten your teeth. There's literally a teeth brightener, a hazel eyes one, a light makeup, which Victoria Garrick, who I know has been on this podcast, she just came on Brides too. She made a really great video about the light makeup one, how it's just all of these ones are so much more than what the name is. It's not just light makeup. It literally chisels your chin. Mm-hmm. And admittedly, I will be the first to admit, I used the light makeup filter a couple of weeks ago before I saw Victoria's video. And then I was like, never using this again. What was she saying about it? She was just pointing out, she was like, this says light makeup, but it's more than just light makeup. I want you guys to see and be conscious of when scrolling. Like it literally, like, look, she showed the difference in how it makes your chin look thinner and your whole mm-hmm. face look less round. And it like, I la- I don't know what it yeah. does like the makeup thing, but that and then some. And I used it because you guys know I'm self-conscious about my skin and I was having a freaking horrendous breakout week that week. And I was like, I'm just fucking putting this filter on. Yeah. But and so that's the thing. I'm not condemning people that are using filters, but I do think overall, like on the app, it's definitely like I'm seeing it a lot more. The thing that sucks too is that like all these what like there's a brown hair one that people were playing around with, like dyeing their hair brown with it for like showing what their hair would look like brown. But it also does your eyelashes and your nose and all. So I think that's one, like be conscious of these filters. And when you see people using them, which I am glad that TikTok has the little disclaimer of it, like the little, um, it says like you can't hide from using the filter, which is a good thing. But just be conscious of like, even if it's called brown hair, it's also like adding bulging your eyes to make them big and beautiful and right. things they, like that. Because they want you to use the filter. The person who makes the filter wants you to use that filter. They want to get popular. 1,000%. And just like, I don't know, like the new thing I'm seeing so many women doing and stuff is just like using these filters, mouthing to a song, and it's nothing creative. It's like a thirst trap video. And mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just kind of like my reason I love TikTok is the creativity and the humor, not Mm -hmm. like seeing you look hot and mouth to a song. Well, I totally agree with you about why. The reason why I said it wasn't new was I thought you were just saying like, oh, just filters because this happened on Instagram already when the filters Mm -hmm. became a thing 
and everyone was using them. And well, first it was on Snapchat, then I moved to Instagram. Yeah. And everyone was using them. Anything that made their like nose like sort of pointier and like chin and the eye, it was just. But then it moved away, and like mm-hmm. Paris is now where I'll stop. <laughs> I, I'll swipe for one Paris filter. Yes. But I agree with you because TikTok is supposed to be this like sort of authentic place where you don't really you just get on, you don't really care what you look like, you look like a mess, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. You don't need to wait to look your best to do something because. It's sort of instant, which goes back to Instagram, (laughs) which was what it was in the beginning. That was its intention. And obviously, everything changes based on the way that people use the platform. And I think, tell me if you disagree, all I keep seeing on TikTok these days is you have to post eight times a day to get your profile show up on other people's For You page. And so people are just doing the things like you said, like very low lifts, just mouthing words, trying to find hacks. Quantity over quality. Yep. And it's just clogging feeds. And the thing too, that's a really good point because I saw right when the light makeup filter became bigger, I saw a video that was like this girl like, now that we have the light makeup filter, get ready for me to start making TikToks on no makeup days too. And- that goes hand in hand with like trying to keep the frequency of posting up because you're trying to grow. So now I think these girls are like, oh, I don't have to put makeup on. I can just use this like exactly. filter. But it's like that filter also contorts your entire face. Right. And it just sends a different message. And it's fine. Totally. Like whatever you feel comfortable with, it's fine. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're just saying like it all kind of becomes too much. And there's a lot of sub- like there's not subliminal messaging, but harmful. There's a second message that it's sending that you may not realize to young people who are on TikTok. And the app itself makes it simple to use these. And I mean that. Here's an example. When you click on like a sound that you want to use, sometimes if you click on somebody's, let's say you see a cool transition or whatever on your For You page, you click on that sound, you want to use it. If that person was using a filter, it will automatically apply to the video that you're doing unless you turn it off. So I was drunk on my friend's bachelorette party, for example. (laughs) I wanted to do this transition, had it saved with this certain sound that this girl had done, clicked on it. I made this video, started it halfway through or whatever. I noticed halfway through and we had already done it, nailed it on the boat. We couldn't go back to the boat to get the certain part. Yeah. So I noticed like, I was like, what the fuck? This hazel eyes filter that made us all look like cyborgs was being used on it. I remember that one. I was like, fuck, I didn't even mean to use that filter, but that happens. Like even when we had Josh Peck in the office, at first I was using the hazel eyes filter on him on accident. (laughs) Thank God. He was like, I think there's a filter on it. I was like, holy shit. Yes, there is. Like it makes it too easy to use these filters. Yeah. They attach them sort of, they like now package filters with sounds. Yeah. Unless you consciously go and turn it off, but like uncouple (laughs) from the filter. Yeah. So, how do you feel about low rise jeans on TikTok or in real life? How do you feel about the filters? What are the pros and what are the cons? Um, Pros are like express yourself, do that. I'm not going to. I don't know. Like, I, like I'm one person who's self-conscious about my skin. Again, like if a filter is going to make me feel a little better and hide acne that I don't want to show, like 
I'm not going to condemn people for doing that in the society that we live in. So I don't know. It just like the pros about all of this is I think we are very aware, conscious people and we're aware of this. And thank God, like these apps, like with the filters, they are disclaiming. Mm-hmm. And then low rise jeans. I mean, the pros of that is like, if you want to rock them, please do. I'll be watching from afar. Um, <laughs> so but- we're not going to see Nicole Pellegrino in low rise jeans anytime soon. Is that what you're saying? No, like literally I have like, I need to like shave for that. I don't, <laughs> I'm like too hairy to wear. Oh my God. How low are you thinking? The picture of Julia Fox though, everybody needs to see this picture of Julia Fox in these like low rise jeans that she, Julia Fox is my favorite celebrity. She posted a picture of her in jeans that she oh, cut the whole waist band off so the jeans like are truly low rise like you can like she had to shave for that um oh my god but then it doesn't the fun doesn't stop there but wait there's more she took the band that she cut off and made it her bra like her top and she's out oh no 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 wait wait there's a bag nicole there's a bag and (laughs) and the boots Uh, julia fox is the internet's gift that keeps on giving she is truly my favorite celebrity but the the boots are alexander wang she's saying but the bag i just noticed the bag is an upside down jeans which i mean we're different ages but you are i remember in middle school that was a trend you take your jeans that you no longer wore you cut them and you made a bag out of them like this very close to this and you would bedazzle them. <laughs> no no memory i Anybody's- never did that okay i had one and it was truly so ugly but um speaking of trends but anyway this is an example of real low rise that i don't think is what we're talking about no this is like beyond she did she make it or do we think like a designer did it no 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 no. the caption states tutorial on how i made these pants coming soon lmao i also made this top but i didn't record it because i truly didn't think it was gonna work emoji with like the slanted mouth also never taking these boots off at alexander wang julia is so i want to meet her so bad and it's a masterpiece if i do say so myself (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I'm proud of her for owning what she does. Her her being ridiculous. I love yeah. it. She's totally like just <laughs> out of nowhere. Hilarious. I she love really it. Is. Okay. So we're going back to the pros and cons. You're saying Nicole Pellegrino is not going to be wearing low-rise jeans because she does no time for shaving. And <laughs> <laughs> truly. <laughs> truly. But again, if you want to rock them, you can. And I think with the filters, we agree that use them. It's like makeup. Use them if you want. But at the end of the day, when you put on makeup, you have to take it off. So True. like it's the same thing. Like You have to remember that when you're watching people with it, it's not real. And you don't have to feel like you have to show up looking like what the filters make you totally. look like because it's not real. All right, Nicole. That was fun. It was TikTok is the gift that keeps on giving that and Julia Fox because we could always talk about those two. She's my favorite. We're going to post a lot of the influencers that we talked about on our Diets Are Tomorrow Instagram story. So go check that out. I really liked seeing that. It made the trend feel a lot more inclusive, size inclusive. And if you see people with the filters, just take a mental note. And that is it for today's episode of Dear DST Nicole. Thank you so much for coming back. Love having you. Everyone go follow Nicole at Nicole Pellegrino 
at Betches Brides. Go listen to Betches Brides. Go follow at Betches TikTok. And be sure to send your questions or voicemails to DST at Betches.com or 212-287-5650. Follow at Diet Stars tomorrow. You can follow me at Aileen. Leave us a review if you like this show. Five stars, please. And tell us in those reviews, maybe there's a trend that you want us to talk about. If um, something that you like, there's a trend that you hate and you wish it would go back in time. But that's the thing with trends. They come and go. So go do that. Leave us a review. Really, really appreciate it. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.